two. Um, so tonight's episode, we have coronavirus updates, of course, because that's all that really is going on in our lives. But we're going to try to talk about some other stuff as well. We're going to talk about a little bit of beer talk, maybe some brewing, maybe some just beer in general. We have a new segment called Would You Rather? So that uh, should be interesting, especially with uh, Luke. And then we're going to do that with our guest tonight, which is Slammin' Hammond. Trevor Trevor Hammond is going to be calling in, hopefully at 9.30. So we're going to get his opinion on some stuff and do that segment with him. Um, but now we'll just get started. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, like I said, we're going to be starting out with brewing. We're going to be talking about beers, craft beers, um, fuck, Mary kill beers. So, I have what kind to, of beer are uh, you drinking tonight? My dogfish head, 120 minute. I've been, it's been, uh, I think it was the, uh, well, that's right. We couldn't see the uh, brewer one date was scratched off. So I used this one instead of the other one because the other one was uh, brewed on um, August of 19. Okay. So I kept, so this one didn't have anything. So I just decided to open this one first since we, it was an unknown. And the other one I can at least catalog and know what I'm actually uh, drinking in the time frame. So I'm looking forward to opening this bad boy up here soon. And see Where did you get that from? You. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought, but I don't remember which ones I got in August of 19, but I don't think it was the ones from the bachelor party. That would have been 18 though, right? Yeah, it was either you or Rob. Rob gave me one for the housewarming present, and then uh, you did as well. But I don't know which one was which. But I've just it, they've been in my uh, like my bar for the last you know six seven months. Okay. So, well, either. I still got a couple I'm holding on to as well that are. Uh, we'll, we'll see by the time I get around to open them, it might be a minute. But yeah, and we should really. I, I really want to see like how the difference of taste is in them too, because like it says it ages well, but you know, traditionally with IPAs, like the longer they are, the less like hop aroma and everything there are after that too. So I want, I'm curious to see how well it'll actually taste um, being aged like really long because it does say it's aged well, but I'd true. But it's weird become compared to like whiskey too because whiskey like once it gets in the bottle it doesn't technically count as aging anymore. But I guess just beers I get totally different from whiskey. But it just that was the first thing it reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah, I think with whiskey, like after it leaves the barrel, it's aged. That's how they mark. That's how they uh, 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 record the age. Like so, it's been aged in a barrel for five years. When it once it's in the bottle, it's been aged for five years for the rest of its life. Yeah. But with 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 uh, IPAs, the uh, like the hops dissipate and everything like that. So you can have hopping. You know, we dry hop after the brew. You know, after the uh, when it, after the fermentation process, you hop it, and uh, you keep adding the hops, and but eventually it, it dissipates like the the aroma. And I think that's the main thing. What it does is the uh, the aroma decreases after a while. The uh, the bitterness and everything it should stay there, but um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if you drink a beer, if you drink one of yours now, and then you know in a year to see the difference of them. Well, I guess that's what I really should do. It's like whenever I want to drink one of my one that's like three years old, I should just go buy a new batch and then compare like the, you know, the 2020 version compared to like the 2018 and just see yeah. how much difference it makes. <clears throat> I, I guess, I don't know, because even like, I think they're so like specific to how they brew because I think every time they do it, it's like a little bit different because it's such a uh, unique beer 
in itself. So, I don't well, know. Here, it's a crazy amount of hops already. So, I guess it could afford to lose some if it gets some other, you know, I don't know. It, if it inherits some qualities from aging, it loses a little bit of hops. It's still going to have plenty. They, dr- they hop that shit for... 120 minutes yeah for 120 minutes <laughs> and then and then after that it's like every like every day for like a couple months they just fucking keep adding dry hops to it like they just keep you know dry hopping it it's insane it's so expensive too that's what i, I mean it's so expensive. That, yeah that's why the beer is so expensive do you yeah. think it's uh do you like it better than the heady topper no i like the heady topper much better much better yeah Damn. Because it's like it's different. It's a New England IPA. This is, uh, I mean, I'm an Imperial IPA. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's two different styles. So I think it's unfair to judge the both. But I think I like, uh, I like. Well, I don't know. I like Imperial IPAs a lot too. But the Heady Topper is just so like it has such a damn. It's so fruity. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, maybe it's not fair to compare them, but I just think of them as like the two like damn holy grails of beer. Yeah. And but that. There's nothing like the 120 because it's it is like a freaking crazy imperial IPA. Like you don't just sit there and drink it for the hell of it. Like it's I don't know. You kind of playing your whole night around drinking that bitch. Yeah. Well, I guess we're, we're gonna playing the whole night around drinking it then. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, since you freaking show up with that, it makes my Heineken in a can look not as uh, not as impressive. But that's my beer of choice for the night. Yeah. So you're just being a snobby uh, domestic beer drinker. <laughs> the, the Heineken's not domestic. Well, no, but it's commercial. Yeah, commercial. They probably make it. I think they make it in uh, probably Michigan. No, do they? Maybe or, or Mexico, somewhere, somewhere uh, random though. Brewed and canned by Heineken in Amsterdam, Holland. Okay, so they say. <laughs> Imported by Heineken, White Plains, New York. Oh, good. It came from New York, so got yeah. plenty of coronavirus on it. <laughs> The cardboard, I think coronavirus only lasts for like 14 days, so you're good. Oh, that's good. No, I, I think it's like 14 hours. I don't think it's that bad, but. Um, well, it goes nicely with my HelloFresh that comes from New York as well. Yeah. <laughs> we got our first order of uh, Freshly. We we've the HelloFresh has been too complicated to make, so we've just gone on to uh, just uh, microwavable gourmet meals now. Yep. Typical American can't even make the extremely simple like recipe shit they send you. You got to take the next level of laziness. Well, I told Michaela I was like I like like cooking, but I don't like following directions. So yeah. it makes less fun. You know, it's like like cooking is like fun for me. It's kind of like a hobby. It's like oh, this is fun. Like you know, put putting random shit together and like you know doing something like not. It's like I don't even think about it. That I had to like actually think about it. I had to like sit down and like read shit that I don't want to read. And then put something together, and then, like, I always fucking miss a step and shit like that. So I'm like, yep. you fucking shit. Like, I'm so tired of actually, like, just following directions. You know, we're at work, we follow directions. We're, you know, every daily yep. life follow directions. Like, I don't want to come home, cook di- cook dinner, and have to follow directions, and then eat it. Like, I just, I don't know. It pissed me off after a while. I, like, lost, like, I did not want to, like, cook anymore just for that fact of, like, oh, what do I have to cook? I'm cooking HelloFresh today. No, I hear you, like. Um, Alicia said the same thing where she doesn't like the fact that like, she doesn't have any, you know, um, wiggle room, you know, like she wants to be able to do her own thing, but then it pisses me off. Like every time I try to start it when she was at work, 
she would come home and I'd be so freaking pissed off because like fuck this I'm like this step here I'm like it's like oh prep time four minutes like bullshit it takes like 20 minutes to cut all those damn veggies and it's like if you do it if you just follow the steps sequentially like you should be on step four before you can really even finish step one because you kind of got to be all over the place like, yeah it, it pisses me off yeah I mean if if I'm in a role I can do it but it's still it takes the fun out of cooking because cooking I think is like creative in nature anyway and it just like totally takes it out. It like just makes it like less fun for me. And like it, it's like keeping up. It's like more of a chore now. Yeah, I agree. Whereas no, like we, I don't cook all the time, but when I do cook, I just like kind of like fuck around with it and I just have fun and like you know whatever whatever happens happens. But this is like you know it's like oh well I have to cook you know two times this week, three times this week, and you know I have to follow these directions exactly how they're laid out, and then I eat it. It's just too structured for me. So. Yeah, we we canceled ours too. Actually, we so we got our last box yesterday, and I, we have a uh, like three unmade packages, <laughs> and I guess we'll make them this week or not. I don't know what we're gonna do with them. We have a lot of, them. and we just got the shipment of the uh, the pre-made ones today. So definitely gonna eat those because they're already made. <laughs> yeah, much easier. We might have to try that too. You have to let me know. I think that they're like the same the same price, and you know they're 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 gonna be the same servings and everything like that. But try it out. Yeah. I'm also drinking uh, Maker's Mark. I'm gonna have a some uh, Maker's Mark on rocks. So it's because you're too lazy to go out and buy beer. Well, no, actually, I'm trying to uh, social distance myself because I'm a responsible, you know, American citizen. I don't want to go out for one thing at the grocery store. So true, true. I just buy my beer at my place of employment before I go home every day. Yeah, that's frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me look like an alcoholic. Yeah. How is that with like working retail? Is it a big deal? Like, uh, be like, well, I'm clocked out. Give me beer. Can I buy it now? Do people well, like do uh, do customers ever say like, oh? Can you assist me with anything while you have like a 12 pack in your hand? Oh, all the time. But A, I don't clock in and out on salary. B, I'm the boss. I don't give a shit. Like if I'm not asking anyone permission to do anything. And, but see, yeah, every single time I'm standing there with a damn case of beer in my hand, somebody needs some sort of help. And I'm just like, I'm helping them while I got the case of beer in my hand. Yeah. But the other day I was freaking halfway out the door carrying like a case of beer and like a bag of chips. And then the pharmacist needed something. I walked back in and I'm like walking in out again. Someone else stopped me. I'm just like standing in the damn doorway holding a case of beer for like 15 minutes, helping like trying to solve all these damn problems. But yeah, like, I just feel like uh, when I'm in my uniform, I don't even want to like buy beer because I feel like it's just like, oh, if someone sees me, they're going to like, I don't know. I'm professional to a yeah. certain extent. I mean, I try to like, you know, if I have my jacket, I'll put my jacket on before I grab the beer or whatever. But everyone knows me anyway, so it didn't really help. But then, like, today, I'm like, well, I'm just going to grab beer for the weekend so I don't have to go out again. Make it seem like this is this 12-pack's all the beer I need for the weekend. Like, no, I'm probably going <laughs> to need some more beer. Yeah. But they don't know that. <laughs> nope. It'd be funnier if you were just like, yeah, I'm just grabbing the beer for the weekend and just, like, clear out the entire cooler. <laughs> I hope this makes the entire weekend. I don't know. <laughs> we shall see. I just come back on like each different shift when someone else is di different working and be like, oh, I forgot to buy beer the other day. Like, nope, <laughs> I really didn't. Yeah. I just need more. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the damn largest quantity we sell is that 18 pack of like Miller Lite. So I'm not buying that shit either. And I think uh, 95% of people who buy that walk to the store because they've lost their license already. So they're just buying as much quantity as possible. So they're living within a uh, half mile radius of your store probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably true. It's not the uh, 90-year-old grandma, you know, going there to do her daily shopping. So, oh, I need my monthly Miller Lite pickup. Hey, we got a couple of those, too. I like it when it's, like, the damn person, like, picking up the prescription, and then they grab, like, that six-pack of, like, Steel Reserve or something. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting combination. Yeah. Do you educate them? Like, I wouldn't take that with your prescriptions. <laughs> That's not my job. That's that's a pharmacist. Like, are you uh, are you cleaning your toilets this week? <laughs> oh, all right. So we got a little bit off topic there. Yeah. Um. So do we want to do we want to go into a uh, fuck Mary kill for, with with craft beers or what? Yeah, because it, it's actually a decent segue to the other thing that we we're going to talk about, that, which might sure. segue to the next. So. Uh, what do you got? You want to, I guess, what, so what we're doing here is the classic fuck, Mary kill segment on craft beer, but we're doing like national craft. So we're not going to say that we want to, you know, kill the local brewery or anything like that. Yeah. So I don't know how it's going to work, but especially with only two of us, but why don't you go first? Uh, well, so we, should we do both? Should we both do like fuck the first section, second section and third section? Or we just like laid out, um, all of it together. Now and let's let's alternate or like you go like alternate. Yeah, and then we won't repeat either, so it'll make it a little more challenging. Okay. Sound good. So, um, if we're going commercial, is it commercial breweries? Is that what you're saying? Just national, so you can pick like um, Devil's Backbone, but yeah, you, know, you can find that in stores. But you know, don't pick like Woodstock Brewhouse. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so um, I think I'll fuck around with Sam Adams. They're not my favorite, but they are very tasty, and they did they, they do actually they come from a good brewing background. They weren't large by any means back in the day, yeah. and you know uh, they've had like lots of success. So I don't think they should be you know penalized for that. Um, but then I'm not like a big fan of all their beer. Um, you know, their, their Boston lager is good, but it's not, not my favorite kind of lager, if that makes sense. I mean, it is – I guess it technically is a Vienna lager, but um, it's not my favorite beer. So I'd say um, I'll fuck around with uh, the uh, Sam Adams. If that's if that's the terminology that we're using, are we fucking around with them or are we like, fuck that bitch? You know what I'm saying? No, no we're fucking around with them. It's like yeah. it's a good thing. It's like a short-term thing, but it's, it's yeah. awesome while it happens. Yeah. So – on that note, I'm going to take Dogfish Head because, like, you don't want to drink that every day of your life, but when you do, it's freaking awesome. So, like, yeah, I get a 120-minute, that's great. Yeah, save that for a special occasion. I get a 90-minute, that's an awesome beer. I don't want to drink it every day. But, yeah. But you really can't go wrong. Like, even when they try the real crazy experimental shit, like, it's it's good. Yeah. But, again, you don't want to drink it every day. Like, it's it's typically kind of heavy. It's, you know, probably more expensive than most beers. Like, and it's just, you would get tired of it. But for every once in a while, just for fun, like, it's tough to beat. Yeah, I like that. 
That's a good description of them. Yeah. Um, so Mary? Yeah. Mary's tough because <laughs> you got to live with him for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> As he looks at Michaela. <laughs> yeah. As I look at my wife who's behind me. Um, for better or worse, um, richer or poor, you got to stick with them. So that, that was the toughest for me because if things get bad, do I really want to have that beer? But I think I do. Yingling is definitely yeah, I'm all out. I'm probably going to say it too. Yep. But it, it's, it, it, it's unique in a lot of ways because it is technically a national um, uh, brewery. Yeah. They're small. They uh they don't they, they don't distribute nationwide, and I don't yeah, know. I always forget that. Yeah, because I remember uh, when Noah when Noah was in uh when he was in Montana when he was uh you know uh, when he was in Montana with the uh, Air Force, he was like, damn, I, I can't wait to come home so I can try some like Yingling. Yeah. They didn't have it like out west. So <clears throat> yeah, Yingling's my go-to. I'll marry it. I'll always love it. I've always has. I'll I've always loved it. And it's just a good beer. And they have, like, different – it's not just one style of beer, too. They have, like, multiple styles of beer for a big, like, brewery for around here, too. Yeah, they're, like, black and tan's really good. The old, like, classic porter is good. Like, they, they do have some good beer for sure. So, that's my uh, Mary. So, the problem is that was absolutely what I would have wanted for Mary. But then my second choice for Mary would have been Sam Adams just because of variety there, too. And you took that as well. So, I'm uh I'm struggling a little bit here. Uh, Were you gonna marry gonna... Sam Adams? Huh? You were to marry or fuck Sam Adams? I would have married them because I don't like you know it's not like super exciting but you know it's pretty solid. Yeah, but I feel like you never drink them though. No, not a lot. I get a mix pack every now and then. Yeah. So is that what you want to do? Just have a mixed a mixed breed every now and then and and marry that? Nope. See, I I don't want to take. I don't want to have any repeats, so I'm gonna to have to. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. Does uh does Blue Moon count as a craft? Oh yeah. See that there's a that that hits on my last section, but yeah, I think that they are craft. But I think it's like Devil's Backbone. Yeah, but I'll I'll take Blue Moon as my Mary, just because you can drink the damn the Belgian white or whatever of theirs, like yeah, often, and you're not gonna get tired of it. Like that's a good summer beer. It's a good beer at a ball game, like on the river. That's a, there's a classic like daily drinker. And then some of their like um, seasonal mix packs are really good. Like I always get their Christmas one that has some spiced beers and stuff. So like for, for again, like kind of a national beer, they, they have some pretty good stuff. So I'll yeah. take that for, that too, I'll marry. Not bad. Yeah. Um, uh, Blue Moon, I just never, uh, I mean, I never really liked, but I, I, I'm not a big fan of wheat beers either though. Yeah, true, but it's, theirs is just something a little different. Like, it, it's good to go. Like, I love it. Uh, I guess you're up first uh, for kill as well. Yeah, so my kill was you're not going to like, but um, it's Blue Moon. I just don't like it. I just, <laughs> I get, if it was wiped off the planet, if uh, if they got – if the entire factory had coronavirus and whoa, all died <laughs> – then I'd be okay with it because I just don't drink it. I, I, I don't mind the occasional, um, you know, blue moon with, uh, 
orange peel and shit like that, but it just really doesn't, it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't do much for me besides that. So that's my, uh, that's my kill. Man, that's, that's rough. Cause I mean, I, I think that's a pretty solid beer, but, um, you know, it, I won't, I won't argue with you to each their own. Well, uh, I actually, I did not plan this out well, even though this segment was my idea. So I'm struggling a little bit on them who I'm going to kill off to, but I think just out of bias, well, first off, would you consider uh, Star Hill to count, or is that too small? That's yeah. Too small. yeah, it's pretty small. All right, all right. I'll go, because Star Hill, I could absolutely go the rest of my life without ever drinking again. It'd be perfectly fine. Well, I think also you just had a bad react, like bad uh, experience with them. I you just think all the shit tastes the same. Them. But, so... On that note, I'll go Devil's Backbone, who I feel like is Star Hill with a little more variety. But yeah. again, I think it's it's real overrated, even coming from this area. Like, I still support them. I you know I've been to their some their tap house in Charlottesville, and I buy their beer from time to time just for the hell of it. But I just I don't like it. I've never had one that blew me away. I'll, most of them are pretty solid, but never had one that I loved. So I, yeah. I'm fine without Devil's Backbone. Yeah, they were going to be my second choice for kill because uh, the uh, just like how they are, they they copped out to like I think Anheuser Busch um, whenever they are, like they're they're you know they're sellouts and shit, and that's with uh, uh, with Blue Moon they're also they bought they got bought out by Miller, <clears throat> so I think they're like another like uh, like cop out. That's another reason why I killed them. Well. But Blue Moon was earlier on where, like, you you almost had to be bought out to make a living. Like, Devil's Backbone could have been a pretty strong independent, I think. And they were. But Blue Moon, like, that was a, a life raft more back in the day, I feel like. Yeah. It's it probably. But it's still, like, you know, there's a lot of other breweries who, you know, maintained. And they did fine. I mean, like, uh, Sierra Nevada have been around since, like, the, don't quote me, but, like, the 70s, 80s. And they yeah. say it's. And they, you know, they blew up and stuff like that. And I really, you know, I, and that was one of my, that was going to be my Mary, um, besides Dingling. My next choice was Sierra Nevada because I really like their paleo. Right. We got to yep. jump right into next segment or whatever, Luke. Yeah. I mean, we can go, uh, I think we should start with the global health crisis that's going on right now. Fucking the COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to I wanted to check in with Trevor on how he's social distancing. Are you still going to Walmart two to three times a day? Yep. <laughs> I gotta get my uh, I gotta get my uh, kombucha tea. I gotta get my blue corn chips. Yeah, you just know, make sure you only get one item at a time to yeah. maximize the amount of time you're there. I hope uh, I actually went there. Uh, I go there about one time a day. So. But I'm in there about five uh, five minutes. I get in there. I watch the six feet rule. You know, you I'm sneeze on as many people as possible. Yep, I'm coughing on the old ladies with the masks. And, uh, I'm doing my best to spread it around. So um, I, hope, I hope you're a carrier and you uh, you like infect an entire nursing home and then you feel like shit. Ooh, that would be awful. I mean, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if I had it at one point. <laughs> But then the day I'm like, uh, the CDC is like interviewing him, like, well, how many places have you been in the last week? And he's like, uh, 
Walmart. Like, okay, you've been to Walmart once? Like, no. I've been to Walmart 21 times <laughs> last week. Last but you guys don't realize, like, you'll go up into, uh, when I'm up in Northern Virginia, you know, I'll go in some of the supermarkets if I have to or stop by, stop by one of the uh, places on my way to work. Um, and it is crowded in there. I mean, a lot of people have masks, but I mean, it's, it's, there's no social distancing. There's no, you know. Trevor's going to multiple Walmarts every day. <laughs> I, that's my goal, man. It's just to reach as many Walmarts as possible uh, before my day ends. <laughs> He's going to see our boy Matt in um in Winchester or Port Royal or whichever one he's at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean I I don't know a lot of people in there have the gloves and stuff, but to me the, the gloves don't even do that much. Uh, it's not much help because people dumbasses would just sit there and grab their phone, grab their wallet, you know, yep. rub all over their clothes, you know, and they probably don't change them. At least I, uh, yeah. as frequently as they need to. So I, I tell my employees, like, don't even wear the gloves. Like, if you're going to, like, touch something weird, put the gloves on, touch it, take them off, throw them away. But, like, if you're just trying to do your normal shit, don't even wear your gloves. Just wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Be smart. Like, gloves are oh. way overrated for the people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, especially, and people don't know how to take them off properly. You know, Luke, you know that as a as a, a murse, you uh, got to take it's like, your... <laughs> it's, like it's like using a broken condom. <laughs> <laughs> There's no yeah, you, ever, you ever just pop holes in your uh, co-workers? Oh, absolutely. How many patients you have in your uh, COVID wing? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not at liberty to, to say. Damn, really? I mean, they don't want us, they don't want us like, you know, talking, talking about that kind of thing. Certainly not on a popular podcast like this. <laughs> well, I didn't they're, know. They're, I won't correct you on the issue. I didn't know if you could uh, give yeah. that away. Or yeah, they, uh, there, are confirmed, there are confirmed cases. I have taken care of a confirmed case. Um, they're, they're, rotating, uh, they're rotating the floor nurses to the ICUs. Um, to take care of like the uh, the less critical patients, while the ICU or well, ICU nurses take care of the uh, you know more critical patients. But so I was there last, I was there this week, and I took care of uh, one confirmed case and one rule out case. So I mean, you know, it's they have yeah. all the, you know PPE and everything uh, for us. Thank, yeah. but it's still like uh, you know, it's still like. You know, there's more confirmed cases every day. Oh yeah, I was talking to uh, Edward. Edward works in the uh, one of the hospitals in New York City, and he's a transporter. Uh, but he was telling me he he transports people uh, from the ER, and he was saying it's just it's just terrible to watch up there. All the uh, a lot mostly old people in there, just pretty much on ventilators, you know, struggling to breathe. It's pretty uh pretty nasty stuff but he did say that it was uh the numbers over the past few days were were going down at least in his hospital so those are all that dying. was pretty good yeah well they were all dying but maybe they they're not getting as many cases in either yeah yeah i mean it's it's definitely it's leveled off for sure yeah. well in some places but the you like places like the uk and stuff they're still uh getting hammered well, certain states of ours are still growing. And then, did you see the fact that Florida reopened their beaches tonight? 
<laughs> I'm surprised Florida's not getting more hammered as as probably the worst state, in my opinion, all the old people that are down there. They're about to. Those right. those dumbasses, they showed a, a just it was just a picture, but they said the beaches opened twenty-five minutes ago and there was a picture and it was crammed packed. Oh and it was it was like supposed to be open yeah. for essential activities so people could go jog and walk and everything. Right. It was just crammed full. Twenty-five minutes after opening. Like that's Florida's gonna get crushed like what, like two weeks from now? Yeah, I'm just I'm surprised because like isn't Miami like the port of Miami like one of the largest ports in the world? And so like, like a month ago, like or two months ago, whenever it started going on, I'm surprised like there wasn't more cases like you know coming through that whole entire area than it did before, you know than there was. Well, I'll tell you when I came back from Ecuador, I went I flew into Miami Airport and it was like nothing really, like nobody was checking you. Now, granted, that was in early March or that was in mid March. Um, but there was no checks, no screens, um, no temperature readings. Most people weren't wearing masks or anything, even the TSA. So, um, and Miami at the time was starting to get bad at that point. Um, so it was, a, yeah, it was a little weird, weird seeing all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, even coming back into DC at the time, there was almost, there was like nothing. I never got the only questions through, um, security. They asked me if, uh, if I had been to China, Iran, or Italy within the last like few months or whatever it just uh, shows how like short-sighted our reaction was by as a country even then because we were yeah. talking about it then but the damn airports in miami weren't concerned about it like it's crazy oh yeah well and we were uh we came back from spain in uh the beginning of january and there was uh the biggest thing they were talking about was the whole the, all the stuff going on with iran remember yeah. that beginning of the end of December, beginning of January. Yeah, all something about the, uh, uh, the bomb was dropped and killed Soleimani, right? Yeah. And so they were talking about like war with Iran and everything like that. And that was the biggest thing they were talking about. But I remember looking in the before we came over and they were talking about like, you know, a couple, they were talking about confirmed cases in Wuhan in China, but there's like nothing else like contributing to it. Like besides that. So yeah. it's crazy how it grew from like, you know, middle of end of january to like now you know but here's my thing though like what what happens when all this stuff opens like there, there's no way you're going to close down and then all of a sudden open back up and not expect cases to start rising again i mean like one guy was saying on the news that we might have to do this on and off again social distancing quarantine um until 2022 yeah. Yeah. I mean, I heard like 18 months. I mean, which is, it, you know, it, everybody's on a time frame, but it's like, well, you know, the virus isn't on a time frame. You know, it could be as long as it needs. I mean, granted, historically, pandemics kind of fizzle out. You know, look at SARS back in, what was that, oh, uh, oh, 03? Yeah. Where, where yeah. it lasted about a year and it pretty much fizzled out. And um, overall, that was, a, as far as death rate, that was a worse disease than what we're seeing now, but it didn't spread nearly as fast. Yeah. Well, it, Ebola, Ebola is 10 times worse, but it, it's harder to contract because you Yeah, have, it's not nearly as infectious. Yeah. You've got to have the, the fluid going into you and uh, through different orifices, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's going over to Africa, getting his pay for play going on. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor picking up his, uh, you know, multiple, you know, brides in Africa. Yep. 
all of them have to have Ebola, man, or I'm not taking them. Dude, <laughs> on that note, when are you going to get to see your damn fiance next? Uh, it's going to be a while. Yeah. That sucks. It's, 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 I was planning on going back in August, but with all this uh, COVID stuff, I don't know if I'm going to. It sucks for them because you talk about like under quarantine. They're under extreme quarantine. Um, for They just got out of a quarantine in which um, they were not allowed to go out of their house or they'd be arrested. Like they could go out um, to the store and back, but if they stepped out of their place at past 8 p.m., they'd be thrown in jail. And um, every every place, and the worst part about it is the government offered no compensation, no stimulus package. If you lost your job, you lost your job. If you couldn't eat, you couldn't eat. Well, I bet they have a lot slower rate of growth than we had. Oh, they do, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta, but they also their testing's a lot lower. What's up, loser? <laughs> their testing's a lot lower. You can't expect them in the, the poor areas to be able to test what they, uh, but they, I, I guess they, they did it because they don't have the hospital capacity to take on something like what's happening in the U.S. But yeah, uh, the U.S. doesn't either, though. I mean, that's smart the way they did it. You yeah. what? They basically declared martial law, is what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons to that. I mean, if if you can believe China's numbers, which I don't believe them um, at all, but if, if it's true, they went through an authoritarian state where you have no freedom. You know, the, the communist regime can can take if, if you speak out against them, you're you're dead or going to jail. You know, so once you start going down that slippery slope of of the government controlling every aspect of something. It starts to get a little scary. I don't. I, I. I. can't see. Look what's happening in Michigan now. You can't. I can't see Americans going being put under martial law, especially for a. And it's not like they give you a time limit. They're not like, well, you know, they, they were kind of vague in the beginning. Like, well, we might have to do this for a few weeks, maybe a few months. You know, blah. Yeah, you can't tell people to stay inside that long without giving them a definitive date. And, but the problem and, is we have to stay inside longer because it was a half measure. Like if they would have locked us down completely, we could have done it for three weeks and been kind of not over it, but it would have like pretty much shut it down, stopped the spread if they did a legitimate shutdown for three weeks, but we did a half ass measure. So like what, like how many people do you know are actually like quarantined at home? Like, like except for like older people and like my parents and stuff who aren't working anyway, like everybody I know is still going out, like going to work, going to Walmart three times a day. Like it's like it's it not really going to accomplish anything because it's so I don't know. I think those those type of things, I don't think it's as it's affecting as much as what uh, if like look, take look at the difference between New York City and California. New York City is getting slammed because of the population density, whereas yeah. Los Angeles isn't nearly as bad. And Los Angeles had cases uh, like like five weeks before uh, New York City did. And um, so a lot of it, you got to look at population density. I don't agree with going out to events, uh, going to bars, going to crowded yep. atmospheres. I don't think uh, telling people to stay absolutely home unless you need to go to the store for absolutely – I don't think that's necessarily the right thing to do. Um, and there's quarantine has its own effects too. I mean, you people are losing jobs, people are mental health uh, sake for things. But um, yeah, I think mental mental health's a big one. People don't even realize like you know 
just having like literally actual hands is bad for a lot of people and it's a huge population you know in general right and i mean you look at the u.s death rate it's not even nearly that high as some of the european countries i mean uk uk italy france spain they all have very high death rates compared to what the united states i mean we have good expensive health health care you know that's that's one of the reasons but so I, mean, I don't know. It's it's a it's a lot different in a lot of situations. Have you uh did you read that one article about the uh, about the uh, uh the Wuhan laboratory actually uh admitting to uh putting out the virus just to use it use it as a tool to see how well the uh the U.S. medical system is uh, equipped and the U.S. government is equipped to handle the pandemic. I mean, I heard something about that. I wasn't sure how legitimate yeah, that was. It was, uh, I mean, it was on like it's on mainstream media. It was on Fox News uh, two nights ago. It was on CNN. It was on uh, uh, all the like the major outlets and all the like the non-biased outlets like NPR. Like, uh, literally, they, they have like uh, I can't remember who did the investigating reporting, but they have like uh, um, confirmed uh, reliable sources saying that the uh, the Chinese government. Um, had this virus and they, they they couldn't decide they couldn't say if it actually was a, a release and you know, released on purpose or released accidentally, but they wanted to see how well like their government could do with containing a virus uh, compared to like the United States government could do to contain a virus. And you know if you look at the numbers for Wuhan, if the numbers are accurate, then I mean those are actually pretty like. The, the Chinese government did a very good job of containing the virus, you know, versus our government not doing a very good job at all. And so a lot of people are saying it's like a, a, a test run for pretty much for like bio warfare and bioterrorism. All right. I mean, I, I don't know if I, you, it, it, it's a difficult thing when saying that the government didn't do great because when you have the testing the U.S. does, um, not to mention it's a, when that happened, all right. You had flights coming in all over the world. I mean, how many major international airports? Some of the you have Atlanta, which is the busiest um, airport in the world. You have multiple flights coming in every single day from New York City. I don't know how you could have possibly um, contained all that that quickly, um, because once the numbers started creeping up, it had already been here for a while, Um, and. I, the damage was already done before any of those those those. I really blame China and possibly the WHO for just um, keeping it under wraps for so long. There was like a study that came out. If they would have had just told the world a week later, they would have suppressed like ninety five percent of the cases. You um, mean a week they, earlier? Uh, a week earlier. Sorry, a week yeah. earlier. Um, well, also. Like freaking Trump apparently dismantled the entire like pandemic response pr- plan. I don't know how true that was. I heard that that occurred. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that how true that is or not. I can't really speak to that because I heard I heard varying things, but I'm not sure. But but I mean, if you look at that though, it's horrible timing if he did dismantle that. But when was the last real pandemic in the U.S. or Um, swine flu was a huge bust. Ebola was never, ever 
really a threat to the United States or the world. Yeah, um, it was like like one confirmed case in the U.S. or something like that. Right. It was it was just an, a West African disease, which was easily contained. Um, and then other than that, you you have the avian flu, which again was a big bust. I mean, that's a horrible freaking disease, but it's not easily spreadable. Uh, SARS that was pretty somewhat pretty bad in 2003, but overall, I mean. A, pa- a pandemic response is bad, but you still have the CDC, you still have the WHO, you have varying other organizations. Um, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, it's a terrible move, but it, but you got to be prepared just for that case. You can't just be like, oh, well, we haven't had one in a while, we're good, get rid of it. Like, you need to be prepared just in case. And like, you know, you spend a little bit of government dollars and you save like hundreds of thousands of lives, like. Yeah, it's probably worth it just to keep it, even if you never use it. It's like insurance. Like you yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not denying that. I just overall, I don't, I don't know that too much about it. What the response team actually um, did? I, but yeah, I, mean, I saw horrible. plenty of credible horrible articles time. about it. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also like a, uh, you know, we 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 will learn from our mistakes. You know, it, as long as we don't repeat history, we'll be okay. We'll yeah. just wear masks for the rest of our lives. Yeah, but I mean, like Greg, what I was talking with Luke about when you left is like, what I mean, what happens when you, even with the close down, all right, say say they did shut us down for three weeks, completely, all right, then you start opening the economy again, and then it spikes again. Yeah, because the disease is not. I mean, then it then it comes back, you shut it down again, then it then you bring it back out, and then it spikes again, and. At, at what point, you know, it's uh, right now, I don't think the high, I mean, Luke can probably speak better to this, but I don't think the hospitals are quite overrun right now. Um, well, in certain areas they are. Well, New York, New York, yes, but that's a, that's kind of a, 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 a what, what's the exception rather than the rule because. Yeah, but I would say like populated. probably like New Jersey and freaking like Detroit, like big cities are still probably overwhelmed. Yeah, oh, I think, yeah, I think yeah. Chicago, I think Chicago, New York, and uh, Washington is pretty bad right now. But uh, you know, the rest of the hospitals in the U.S. like they're like actually furloughing employees and uh, you know um, reducing hours and stuff. So it's pretty. It's actually like a, one of the weird, the weirdest things because like we thought you know like oh, it would be like all hands on deck, yeah. but it's like you know people are like out of jobs like nurses and stuff because there's not enough like actual other patients to take care of people because like all the other patients are showing up and there's no elective procedures and stuff all right oh so, yeah it's a weird it's a weird thing going on but yeah. it's i want to know if china is telling the truth though that's they, they just had a, a bump a spike in cases to themselves um well so you, from travelers yeah. So do you not, so you, you don't think the uh, that like I said the article that I talked about before you don't think that like the Chinese government like actually put that virus out? Um, I, I heard something else. I heard it was a uh, they were studying coronaviruses and an intern got infected, brought it home to her boyfriend, and then they went into the the wet market or whatever. So I don't think it was a a a virus that was constructed by China, but probably something that was being studied that ended up getting out. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, it's crazy if one person can freaking start that shit. 
Wasn't that how Italy happened? It was like one Chinese guy just like freaking killed 20,000. I mean, due to him traveling there, just like wiped out a, a hell of a generation of old people. Dude, why the hell didn't uh, didn't uh, the freaking Taliban figure that out for here? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear about the uh, how many Chinese citizens have like been caught with like uh, bio warfare type things like SARS? Um, some SARS uh, vials within traveling into the U.S. and there, there was something else. I don't know if it was uh, uh, shit. I don't know if it was the avian flu or some type of uh, bio, what they thought might be bio warfare over the past like few years. So I mean, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if what you what you heard was true. I'll be yeah. I'll be I'll be so shocked if like in 20, 30 years that there'll be like another terrorism who are using like bio warfare like all the like create some mass uh you know virus that you know attacks another country like i mean that you know i just seems like with all these you know lobs disease yeah. <laughs> uh, what lobs disease <laughs> well, yeah dude i could go down a whole ton of holes with lyme disease that's a whole story. but i i get what you're saying that's like a weird like you think it would be almost too easy to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, but, but it hasn't happened yet. May, I, I don't know. Maybe Taliban has a little morals behind it. <laughs> a I mean, there's a, I, it makes a lot of sense that if that's what they were doing, they kind of proved that they could, you know, protect their country better than us. Because they probably also, if they were going to do something like that, then they're going to be okay with losing their own citizens as like cost of war if it wipes out other people. But, yeah, it kind of did prove that the U.S. infrastructure kind of fucking sucks. Well, yeah, it's like that 21 Days Later. You ever see that uh, movie? Yeah. They, like, had, uh, they test what right there in, like, England of a, a virus. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably what they did with Wuhan. That's, what, that's basically what they, that the article was saying, how they had, like, they had, like, uh, confirmed, um, you know, data and, like, they had actually, you know, People who were testify saying that like the government put it out to see how well their government could handle it versus like you know other governments. I mean, but it's it, it's crazy how like the other shit is exposed too, like our damn manufacturing infrastructure and stuff like that. Like we can't even keep like basic products on the shelves. Yeah. Well, and that's also I mean that could be like market research for China, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just you know it, it could be a whole. Trevor, have you got uh, your let check yet? I haven't, no, because I uh, I don't think they have my uh, bank information, so I think I'll be getting a check. Ah, if you uh, if you log into the uh, IRS uh, portal thing, you can uh, put your information in. Yeah, I, I might as well just wait for a check. But I fly, I those bastards, listen to this shit. I applied for partial unemployment back when I was only getting twenty hours a week, um, and they denied me. Because even on partial, I was making like $600 a week. So they denied me. But my brother, as a bartender, gets $180 unemployment plus the 600 extra bucks. He's making 768 bucks a week on unemployment. It's that's crazy. What he makes as a damn bartender, man. That's 3148 bucks a freaking month. That's like 40 grand a year. Yeah, on freaking unemployment. And it's untaxed, right? Yeah, untaxed. Because it comes from the government. <laughs> Which means it comes from us. Yeah. 
Oh, we'll be paying it back at some point. No shit. That's what sucks. That is what sucks. The damn middle class is going to pay it back out the ass. Like, yeah. Because that's what always happens. But, I mean, that that sucks, and I don't want to pay it back. But, God, I mean, what can you do? If you're throwing out rules where you're like, oh, you cannot work. And yeah, but your it doesn't have to it, It's nice to give people, like, enough to survive. But when is our, our, our government ever, like, given that much? Like, that's crazy because – Think oh, of how yeah, many that's people, ridiculous. Yeah. like everyone plays that card, but think of like your damn, you know, at Walmart where you go three times a day, Trevor, your damn cashiers that are in there are still exposed to people like you that are carrying the virus around that are making <laughs> like $300 a week. And oh, so I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your brother's getting paid twice as much on unemployment as that cashier that you're putting at risk unnecessarily while you buy your blue tortilla chips. <laughs> well, one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, bills that's going through the Senate was saying they were going to try to make like nurses and doctors like tax free income, federal tax free income for the next year. That'd be sweet. I, I saw that one early on in the process, like how to do like you know everybody was working tax free. Like that'd be amazing, but that only benefited the people that are still working. We need something somehow that benefits everybody. Like. The unemployed and the people that are still going to work, like, because otherwise it kind of sucks. Like, I don't know. Once, once the unemployed people get jobs again, they get taxed like thirty-five percent and shit like that. Yeah, make it make it like a uh, loan, not a payment. Yeah. Yeah. I think you gotta have some type of like uh, freeze, bill pay freeze or something. I I don't know, but it's yeah that that's wild. I mean, you got. 700 and some dollars a week. He hadn't made that in his life, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Trevor, you should do it. Huh? You should I'm do good, it. But I have full time hours now, so I'd be losing money if I did that. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I don't, but the Democrats will get to put forth even more. They were putting forth like shit for like diversity hires and shit. It's like they were talking about in their bill they were going to do, um, you had to hire so many uh, people of minority um, um, to work in the, uh, I don't know if it was the hospitals or some of the research institutions. They wanted to, they, they had to give money to the Kennedy Center, 200 huh. some million, I think. And then the Kennedy Center, yeah, the Kennedy Center ended up like laying off a bunch of people after they got the money. And I don't, I don't know. It was like a bunch of like weird, ridiculous, like climate change shit they wanted to include in the stimulus bill. And I, I don't know. But it would have cost. I think they were pushing for uh, might have been three trillion, if not maybe two point eight trillion or something. Well, the, I keep seeing the one on like Facebook and that stuff. They're like, oh, two thousand dollars a month, like for the whole time. Like that's gonna cost the government so much money, and you're still gonna end up paying it back. Like, well, they're just all... printing shit anyway. That, but yeah. that's gonna drive up inflation like a mother. Yep, which also hurts. Like, I don't know. That's probably the middle and upper class there. Like now, your dollars that you're earning are not worth as much. Oh like, yeah, it, I'm it, so happy with like tax-free income for like a year. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and they could just like you know not give me a stimulus check, just tax free income for a year. That'd be fine with me. Is yeah. that nurse, just nurses and medical personnel, or is that essential workers? Well, it, were, it, it was essential workers, I think. Oh, nice. I'm technically considered essential, so yeah. 
But it's good. like that's that's one of that's one of the new bills they propose for like the next session. But there's no way they're going to do that because the only way the government's going to get this money back is through taxes. So they're not going to take away their taxes. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but it sucks. Like now it seems like the pendulum has swung where like everyone at first is like, oh, shit, we're losing our jobs. We're fucked. And then now it's like, no, the people lost their jobs. They're actually like in better shape. Oh, I know. It's crazy. Like, but I mean, what, what can you do if, if you tell people like, well, you've got to give them something. There's got to be a solution. I, I mean, I'm not saying what they what this one was was right, the right solution. Well, why don't you match what they were making before, <laughs> not give them more well, than yeah, what they're making, or or put it onto a um, put it onto a, um, a progressive system. Like, yeah, it's not like, giving extra six hundred bucks on top of the state unemployment you were you were yep. guaranteed. It's probably hard on a large scale, scale though. We don't know how like difficult it'll be to do all that. Yeah, I know. That's a problem. But... Especially that quickly too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, God, uh, that's one thing. The fucking like government fucks up with everything. There's been like so many damn glitches with the uh, the IRS uh, tool that they and like all the texts uh, well. they put out. Like they've just been like. Uh, like, people aren't going to get their stimulus checks for, like, months. And then, like, Michaela, she did hers, and uh, it sent to her old bank account that she deleted, like, last year. So, like, That's what a lot of people said happened, yeah. So she may never get her stimulus check. So, stupid shit like that. Damn. Mm. Yeah, I saw that a lot of that online today. People said it sent it to, like, their old bank accounts and shit. Yeah, because, like, we got, like, a joint account last year. Like, we, we deleted our last one, but it sent it to, like, the one we had uh, when we, you know, down the road. But, then, but we don't have that account anymore. Mm. So, the, so the bank probably just took that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. You want to uh, you wanna do our would-you-rathers? All right. All right, Luke, what you got? All right, uh, hmm? uh, Trevor, would you rather have unlimited international first class tickets or never have to pay for food at restaurants again? Ooh, that's good. That's pretty good. Um, is that including any restaurant internationally? I don't think you heard me right. Yeah. No, I, that, he did. I don't know. That's yeah. yeah. I don't know it, if that matters, but no, it shouldn't matter. That was why I was confused. Yeah, you can have any kind of food you want, I guess. In Woodstock, no, like, well, if I'm traveling versus international flights being free versus if I travel and I can get all the food free on it. Yeah, you gotta pay for it, but you get the food for free. Yeah. But you also get the food for free at home. <laughs> Yeah, so Woodside, you can get any, you can get greenhouse yeah. steakhouse all year. Yeah, I, I would have, have to say the food because you would have to work anyway. So I wouldn't. It's not like I could fly everywhere like once a week. So I would go with the food. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gotta be close though because like first class international travel is worth a shit ton even if you only use it twice a year. Oh yeah, you you fly. It's like ten times the price if you fly like internationally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's got to be the food just because it's that would be so awesome. Like every single day, just be like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. I'll go wherever I want. I'll eat whatever I want. Like, 
Um, and then, yeah, yeah if, you, if you want to take a trip, then you pay for your ticket. And then you realize once you get there, you still don't have to pay for food. Like it, it, it I feel like yeah. it, it's a good discussion, but I think the food probably wins it. Yeah. I don't know. Because I feel like if you, if you go and get like, if you're, I mean, if you fly and you get first class every time, that's going to make your experience of flying so much better every single time you fly. Well, yeah, you, know, you get your damn meal for free on the airplane. What happens when you crash and die on your first first class flight? <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> Isn't it ironic? And what's the end? Sing it, Luke. It's like rain. <laughs> I get it. I get. I get. I go to the first class bathroom to get raped. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you ever hear about when uh was it American Airlines or one of those places back in like the eighties? I think sold um unlimited flights for like two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. Yeah. But then they, yeah, people, uh, then they realized, like, all these people who flew so freaking much, like, literally bankro- uh, bankrupted the program within, like, a few years because they were just, like, high rollers and just flew every freaking where. Yep. <laughs> but they still got to shell out those free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I mean, hell yeah. Uh, you'd have to take out, like, a damn second mortgage on your house to buy that thing. But if you, that'd be cool if you did. Well, there were rich people anyway. At two hundred fifty thousand, screw it. If yeah. they fly like you know, a hundred, two hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, that's a tough one to follow because that was pretty good. But I'll go with um, uh, Luke. Yeah. Uh, would you rather have your favorite team win a, uh, a title like a championship in sports, but you can't bet on it, or? Your least favorite team wins a title, and you can like win up to five hundred dollars on it. Oh, that is pretty good. It's only five hundred dollars. Yeah, because you can't go hog wild. You can't win like a million bucks because obviously you choose that. But yeah, take a if yeah if the Redskins could win it, national championships. That'd be much more beneficial than like five hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, and I'm probably betting more than five hundred dollars on them winning anyway. So no, but I'm saying you can't bet on it. Oh, I can't bet on it if I wanted that. Yeah, well, I I'd probably pick just them winning just to. See, I feel like the question changes a lot based on like, you know, three years ago before I saw the freaking the Nats win it and UVA win it and the Caps, who I don't really care about that much, but you know, it's still fun. Like, I feel like my answer absolutely would have been, like, to pick a title. But now, since I saw those three championships in the last couple of years, I would be a little more hesitant. But, like, then it's also your least favorite team. So you'd have to, like, watch the Cowboys win it. Like, yeah. that would be more painful. What do you think, Trevor? Uh, I, I'm the Cowboys fan, so I'll take the uh, title. <laughs> yeah. The title. I haven't seen uh, one in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're still uh, holding on to those ones you won back in the day, though. I know, man. <laughs> but, all right. Well, I don't know if I have a, I don't have a good one, so I'm going to make one up. Um, Do one for Ray. No, no man bingos. <laughs> I don't know. Would you rather fight a chimpanzee or a professional UFC fighter? I mean, I think it's got to be chimpanzee, right? Right, but chimpanzees are brutal, dude. They're freaking. Are they? Uh, 
oh my god, their free their muscle density is ridiculous. They'll they'll rip the shit out of you. But they're smaller. So you might have a chance of freaking kicking the shit out of it. But is it a baby chimpanzee? No, see chimpanzees are what, like three feet, three feet something? Yeah, but I mean like how old is it? <laughs> what do chimpanzees usually age to? <laughs> I'd fight the uh, end of the Damn bariatric chimpanzees. That was like, uh, I fight like a 50 like year old chimpanzee on his deathbed. <laughs> I don't know. I think you could like talk yourself out of that. Be. Outsmarting it or something. Like, I just don't see yeah. any scenario where you could win against a UFC fighter. Like, none. What? Well, no, you're going to win regardless. Did you, uh, I, the reason I brought this up is because I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast earlier, and uh, he was talking about this chimpanzee, this guy who owned these chimpanzees, and he bought one a damn birthday cake. And uh, the chimpanzee, the other chimpanzees got jealous as shit, got out of the cage, tore the guy to pieces, ripped his dick off, ripped some fingers <laughs> off, all because they were jealous of a freaking birthday cake. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, chimpanzees are freaking brutal. <laughs> That's why I want to know: is it an old chimpanzee or is it a uh, <laughs> like? I'd rather fight a uh, a 50 year old chimpanzee that can't see that has cataracts. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I don't think that's the case. COVID 19 versus a 19 year old UFC fighter who like you know just won national championships in wrestling or something, you know? Oh, dude. <laughs> Average age, I think, probably. I would say a chimpanzee probably lives like 20, 25. I think uh, 50. And maybe like in captivity, but not in the wild. Those fuckers get killed. Know. Well, yeah, yeah. Captivity. We're talking about captivity shit. No, I want you to go out in the wild to the Congo and find some <laughs> chimpanzees. <laughs> you live with them for a year? Uh, no, they were talking about there was like a uh, there's a chimpanzee called the Bondo, Bondo chimp, and the the bastards get like six feet tall. The freaking monster. Oh. Yeah, and they like tear people yeah. apart. Mm-hmm. No, I've heard about them. Uh, yeah, they're more like gorillas, but they're chimpanzees. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Luke, you're up. Oh, I thought you were looking up something, Greg. <laughs> no, I was just uh. I don't know why. I started to look something up, and then I forgot. Luke, what you got? So, what we got? We got a... Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year of your life? Uh, hmm. Probably lose a year of li your life at the end, because you'd have to assume that would be at the back yeah. end. Never said it was the end. What, I mean, can you explain the logic of it not being at the end? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, if we're we're playing, you know, would you rather? You never know. If it could be a year of greatest life, or it could just be a year, you know, a year, one year in jail. You had to spend one year in jail, but what if that one year of life was like your best year of your life? You had to spend in, in jail, or you know, or lose it. Well, what if, what if uh, does the jail affect your future uh, self? <laughs> Like, is it gonna mess up your uh, your work possibilities, your life, your life, or is it just like an option you can stay in jail or lose it, lose a day? 
You spent a year in jail, you probably killed somebody. I, mm. hope, I hope there's nobody who killed somebody spending a year in jail. Like, you probably have to register as a sex offender if you spend a year in jail, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, just naturally. <laughs> Which might affect the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, what is it? Well, you got to give us more details, man. I mean, that's it. Man. That's all. You, that's all you have to work with. Hey. I'm taking a year off my life. But that's they, what I'm taking too, based on the assumption that I'll use, I'll lose like, you know, year eighty or something. Yeah, eighty, seventy-nine. What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, would you rather ride on a uh, crowded metro car in New York City in the middle of the uh, coronavirus outbreak? No mask and no PPE whatsoever. Or have sex with an Amsterdam hooker with no condom? Amsterdam hooker with condom. Yeah, I'm going to Amsterdam hooker. They, they got to get tested and shit legally, right? <laughs> Once a week. Yeah. You think they have eyes those walls? I just want to have sex. Amsterdam's pretty. Uh... <laughs> Luke chooses both. I choose both. <laughs> Did someone say sex? <laughs> sex with the Amsterdam hooker on a New York City metro. Yeah. It's COVID 19. You get to have sex with the Amsterdam hooker and everybody on a subway <laughs> with. <laughs> It's got to be everybody. No, no selective choosing. It's got to be everybody. So that's more sex, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I got. What? I got to think of one now. Yep. Oh, oh where's this going? One for Michaela. Unless Michaela oh, has yeah. one. All right, Michaela, you got one. I'm trying to look. Ah, oh, no cheating. Come up, come up with them. Luke hasn't come up with them. <laughs> oh, really? I came up with mine on my own. I don't know. I don't want to cause a lull, so I'll just go with this one. Uh, would you rather go back to five with everything you know now or know now everything you're future self learn. Say that again? Go back till five? Yeah, go back to five with what you know now or know now everything your future self will learn. Oh, go back to five, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Because these are like the formative years of your life. This is like the shit where you can still kind of go crazy yeah. and like, I don't know, you could really have an advantage. For shit yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I think the only advantage to, like, knowing now what you know later on in life is, like, I don't know, a little bit of wisdom about, like, your outlook on life. Yeah. But other than, like, I think, yeah. I would definitely re yeah you, regain youth, you regain youth back. Yeah. Um, all right, Luke. Would you rather be an amputee or... A eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> An amputee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'd be like a, I'd be like a uh, quadruple MVP. <laughs> Over a being a eunuch? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Oh shit! At least you, you can you can probably still you can still get it up with the being a eunuch, can't you? You just can't get her pregnant. Well, no, I don't think I don't know. I think it just it fucks around with a lot of stuff down there. That <laughs> uh, your your testosterone. <laughs> yeah, I have raging testosterone. If you haven't noticed. <laughs> All right, Greg. What about you? Uh, I don't know, man. The, um, you didn't. Uh, so, do you have to be quadruple? Or did Luke just? No, no. You that? can be. Uh, you can. You can have. You can choose one. One arm or one leg. <laughs> I picked everything. <laughs> like, if I'm gonna be an amputee, you the the four finger discount. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. Being an amputee would suck, but if you, I guess if you only had to lose one limb, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what are you looking at, Luke? Looking for would you rather's? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm praying. <laughs> All right, we uh we ended it here. <laughs>